I'm just gonna call it with this guy, because I think I've exhausted all the leads I can get out of it. We okay. know the warehouse is empty. We know it was another disappeared clone who might still be out there. Mm-hmm. Or she might be the dead one. I mean, or a dead one. Yeah, yeah. She could be the she could be the one that Boris found, or just another dead Louise clone. Right, right. Thing that is, what I need is, I need a way to to make a story out of this. Like, Bose is not going to go shutting down a cloning operation, and he's not going to stop this on his own. He needs a way mm-hmm. to to get hard information out of this. He needs proof, he needs documents. That's not going to be something he can get by bullying and badgering people. Right. So, yeah, I think we're done with this guy. Okay. You leave, and I, and when you do, Louise kind of, want, like, once you're out of the room, she makes, she's going to make a suggestion, because she's, since she she's with you, you know, she's yeah, yeah. noticing a thing, which is that, if the if if the other me you know the um I call it Rachel whatever you know her, uh if she if we just are we assuming that they're not just random right they're doing they exist for a reason they have a plan I mean they're probably doing a thing right military grade like the last one was a military grade clone. Right. This one ends up in, you know, Bigelow Bay. Mm-hmm. So specifically, she was going to the marketing this department, marketing group, but he kept talking about how much extra work they were going to have soon. How they're going to be producing more soon. How they're going to be doing extra things. Soon. Which would mean that they are planning some sort of invasion or operation or something bad. Yeah. But he said the marketing group. Like the production group. You know, he's acting like they are going to be doing something soon. And he's talk he's talking pretty openly about it. Like we would know already. What I feel like I need to check in on the geopolitical situation here. I feel yeah. like I need to check in on what's going on in the world, and there's some doing about that I probably mm-hmm. should have, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So, back to the office. Mm-hmm. I mean, arguably this is something that I could probably just, like, look up without newspaper resources. This would just be, like, yeah. check the news on mm-hmm. on my phone sort of territory. Right, right. Um. That's what I'm going to say. So is that what you're doing? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so here's the biggest thing that you're going to... First, I'm going to just give this to you because this is the thing you're going to find when you search this kind of thing because this wasn't... This isn't just... This isn't even about searching geopolitical stuff. This was a press release by this group, by the marketing team here. This was a thing by Bigelow Bay that was put out. And that is that with relatively little searching you find a uh it was like a like a video press release and it's not a, anything the sort of thing you would normally expect from the military about like you know uh, 
recruitment strategies or building up like your resource your your uh your reserve of tanks or 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 you know ships or whatever um it's a video starring uh the the president of uh the motion picture group uh general sarisk uh who is standing at a behind, at a podium and behind them is a pdrsa general uh general matsumari uh you actually would remember General Matsumari, as she was the ranking officer at the base you were stationed at in Bali. Yes. And in the video, Sarsk is making a speech in in sending very like straight and and and, and like very uh, uh, proper in the way you expect a like old school general to look, and just says just announces uh, today is a great day for Bigelow Bay. And the future of the Pacific states, uh, through our close alliance with the People's Democratic Republic of Sino-Australia, and they uh, kind of give a stoic nod over to General Mari, uh, we will soon be able to recommence our film production, uh, as we have wanted to do for a long time. Uh, they will be providing material and uh, training for our future productions, as well as providing assistance in our uh, regular surveillance and patrol duties. This will free up our personnel to get back to their real duties, uh, which are making action flicks so kick-ass your eyes will fly straight out of your head. And then uh, from that moment, the video cuts back to like a wider shot of the stage that um, they're standing on. With that, General Sarsk gives a perfect regulation salute, snaps a riding crop sharply under their arm, and then both Sarsk and General Mari turn on their heels in opposite directions and stride confidently away from the podium. As they do, a gigantic flag unfurls in the background, which appears to be half of the Pacific States flag and half of a PDRSA flag, kind of across the from one corner to another. And then, as they reach the end of the stage, the podium explodes in a giant fireball, and the generals never flinch or turn around. And you know what? Damn. The video fucking rules. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Like that This is some Tropic Thunder level shit right here. <laughs> mhm. Uh So so this is some sort of alliance. Yeah. Or, yeah. That's yeah. They're going to let the PDRSA handle a lot of the border patrolling and protection and such cuz they want to make movies again. That's essentially there, what's happening here. Sounds like a backdoor to expanding the PDRSA's reach into North America in a very serious and terminal sort of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, it's time. It's uh, it's time to call Harry. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we gotta call Harrison K. Funkmeyer. Okay. Um. Because even though he's Atlantic States of America Army, mm-hmm. he's going to he's going to know things. Right. Uh and Bose needs to know what Harry knows about this. It's fair, yeah. But before you do that, remember, you're trying to fill a story clock. So would you like to roll to do that with the information you just got? Yes, I would. <laughs> yeah. Let's do a, gen- a gather evidence roll. Let's see if that's getting you closer. All right. Remember, you're trying to break a story, so. 
Gather evidence. There we go. That's seven. All right, so. I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, cool. So, uh, seven plus. Um, you get the evidence, but you also advance a noise clock. So I'm gonna do that. So, but it also doesn't really make sense to me that you would advance a noise clock by finding this video. <laughs> but maybe the idea is that like the you made a fair amount of noise talking to uh, that guy. The does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I did show up at basically a military base with a clone of the dead, with the prime of the clones. Yeah. He called a lot of attention to the, to that person. That was not slick. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm willing to say that, yeah. All right. That's cool. So I'm going to advance both. You've got some information to uh, uh, that will improve your story. Uh, you know the the you know fill out your story, but you did make some noise. More people are going to be aware that you're looking at this and be looking into it themselves. And okay. What I have for you in this area, unless there's anything more you wanted to learn on this section. Is there and more you wanted to investigate here? So. Um here being This this sort of memory. I have other oh, things. I see, I see. No, um, I think I think that's that. I mean if we were still trying to suss things out, I'd No, I I think I think that's that. Okay. So Good times. Uh, <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I think you kind of remember the rest of this. Like, your memory sort of plays out of, of just sort of this sort of being, uh, there's a lot of, uh, like politics and like, you know, that kind of sort of stuff happening, um, around you. And I'm sure you're definitely involved in it, but I think it all kind of boils down to this sort of thing and there's definitely mm-hmm. going to be some posturing from both sides maybe a little military parade happening you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. uh, but those are the sort of things that you pick up from this memory but uh, I think this sort of becomes more like that moment in a dream where things start sort of flashing very quickly because this isn't the like the you remember the conversation these specific conversations more and then you're getting you get flashes of bits from this but then it starts to break up and mm-hmm. as it breaks up and kind of goes dark, you end up realizing that different you're, you're in a different place. Like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, and uh, you're not the same, even the same person, you mm-hmm. know, you're again, you're, you're still sin, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You're still sin, mm-hmm. but things have shifted. Yeah. yeah. It's not the sin that was just in California. Mm-hmm. It's a new one. Mm-hmm. I quantum uh, leaped. It's fine. <laughs> right. You quantum leaped into <laughs> yourself again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in a way. <laughs> uh, so, um, and that, so yeah, that memory, your memory fades from California and, mm-hmm. uh, and you find yourself now in Perth, uh, in Australia. So. Okay. And, do I um, have an accent? I want to have an accent. <laughs> I'm not going to do an accent, but I want this sin to have an accent. Okay, then this sin has an accent. Yes, yes absolutely. Which is interesting <laughs> because this sin 
is doing a number of shows here. Uh, but mm. in that accent, maybe, yeah, maybe... They just picked it up. Just picked it up. It just happens. It's like when Madonna was living in England and exactly. suddenly was British, right? <laughs> exactly. Sin uh, is that obnoxious. <laughs> They're like, but like yeah. I, I don't even know what, what do you say. I, what would I say? I don't, I don't, I was about to say something really uh, horribly stereotypical Australian um, uh-huh. <laughs> that I'm pretty sure no Australian actually says. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I could probably guess what it is and I'm not gonna. It's fine. Like, it, yeah. like, it feels hack. It feels hack to even yeah. guess what the hack joke was that you yeah. don't want to say. So, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, yeah. go ahead. But, uh, um, but yeah, no, um, you're, uh, you're here in Perth to do a series of shows that mm-hmm. are basically this is happening because um, <coughs> there is a uh, the, one of the major branches of the PDRSA's intelligence agency is headquartered here in Perth and uh, one of the higher ups here uh, by the name of Jordan Tendang has wants to prove to his daughter that he has some pull with you and so <laughs> he managed to pull some strings and get these shows to happen and uh and get his daughter like some pretty you know primo you know uh, tickets for it um which is pretty useful because ever since you got here and heard this name you were thinking like you should talk to this guy because there might be you got a vague feeling like you don't trust this guy Mm. like he might not be good for the republic Mm. right like Mm -hmm. like he might be be trying to do some some things that aren't Aren't, aren't great for them uh you really want to talk to this guy it's weird it's weird right but yeah, like yeah 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 but um essentially <laughs> like he might he might be posturing to do some stuff that uh might not be he might not love everything that the pdrsa is doing which is ridiculous how dare yeah right <laughs> So, maybe you should convince him to fall into line. Yeah. Like, you know, do, <laughs> you know, maybe there's some way you sh- you could, uh, you know, get him to, like, do what he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, essentially, uh, you sort of, I'm going to say, your this memory starts after you, you know, you've performed a couple of the shows here. Mm-hmm. You've probably got three or four more uh, over the next, like, I'm going to say, like, week so it's like every other day or so you've got a mm-hmm. big performance that happens but um essentially that's where we you find yourself is realizing like You're this guy you know he's involved yeah, yeah you know his you know he's the one that's the reason you're here um mm-hmm. and all of that but you also know like you don't know why nobody said anything specific but you also know you don't really trust the guy mm-hmm. has the republic's best interests in mind mm-hmm. he might be a little selfish so, mm-hmm. but it's just a day between a couple of shows. You don't have a show today, but you can kind of your you know your manager's here and is available. You can do whatever you like, what you feel like doing in this moment when you wake up with this sudden feeling that you got to deal with this guy, uh, <laughs> get him in line. So, um, so uh, this person, I'm sorry, say their name again. Uh. His name is Jordan Tendang. T E N D A N G. Okay. Um, th- sorry, they're 
what to me? How did they bring me over? Uh, so he is a high-ranking intelligence official, and uh, Perth is a place where one of the intelligence agency headquarters is essentially here. Uh, uh, I so see. there's, I, I, I imagine there's. Oh, like, oh, okay. No, no, no. So what you're saying is that not necessarily that he brought me over, but that I'm there doing this run of shows, and he was able to get really good tickets for it. So, okay, so uh, let me. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to say it the way that Sin would have remembered it, but let me be more clear about what it is I'm actually implying here. So here's the idea is that he is the one who pulled the strings to get you to do these shows. However, what he doesn't know is that someone else somewhere is the one that programmed you and that who basically thinks that they don't trust this guy and you don't necessarily know why that is but like there is somebody else in the organization who doesn't trust this guy and thinks it's time to get something done and he's using the fact that he wants you there to say like maybe now this is how we deal with him is Mm -hmm. have sin just get him in line somehow you know yeah yeah. i'm 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 picking up what you're putting down yeah (laughs) i was just trying i'm just trying to figure out because like um if i were if it was something like the most organic way for me to set up a meeting with this person mm-hmm. depends on how involved they are in bringing me over. If it's a matter of they did actually bring me over, mm-hmm. then it'd be a lot easier for me to just say, yeah. I want to have a thank you dinner. Right. Versus right. if they were just like, happened to be yeah. well, okay, okay. one of the yeah, he- people. Yeah. Yeah, so he did, like, you know that, like, he has direct contact, he is the reason that you're here. Like, he is the mm-hmm. one that uh, uh, openly pulled the strings to get you there. So, you absolutely could contact, well, probably your, through your manager. Like, your manager mm-hmm, is aware mm-hmm. that this guy was the one that reached out in the first place to try and right. get this to happen, Jeez, that yeah. kind of thing. So, yes, uh, absolutely, you could um, easily meet up with this guy in whatever yeah. way capacity you wanted to so yeah so i mm-hmm. i would tell my manager hugo that mm-hmm. since i have a break and i don't have any press to do today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and one of the rare days that i don't yeah. um he uh, says flipping through your calendar and wow no that's amazing yeah that's i amazing. know <laughs> i don't know what i'm paying you for hugo but yeah <laughs> <laughs> it right. is amazing <laughs> it is amazing well um it's it's so, like there's a whole day available for you to do whatever it is you need to do yeah right now. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. so i would love to see if they they want to you know grab lunch i'm mm-hmm. certain i'm in an amazing hotel with something. Oh, yes. yes? Oh, okay. Yes. Absolutely, um, yes. With like a poolside situation. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if that's the thing you would want to have had, then absolutely you have yeah. this thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Sin uh, gets what they want. Yeah. I would I so. would like to I would like that to happen. All right. And All right. So please yeah. find me my most banana hammocky of bathing suits. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Of course. (laughs) 
All right, so do you let this happen, that the connection happen? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. So, so it's like this really, like, gentle, methodical unwrapping of, like, the five layers of gauze from around my head. Yeah. I'm really careful, like, <laughs> yeah. the tape. And yep. then I'm like, <laughs> uh, and then kind of flip up the skin, like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I'm going to, uh, and there's probably a moment where Blanche is, like, per- like bracing herself for a really bad wound, and it's just like, oh. Okay, oh, okay. Uh, you know, she's still trying to be very gentle. It's going to be painful. <laughs> Victoria puts her hands on her hips and looks at Blanche and is like, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I know, I yeah. trust you. It just stings. Damn, it's near a sensitive area. It, yeah. <sighs> I, I mean, got my shape up yesterday, and it stings, man. Damn. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely still going to be painful, but, like, she was, like, with that gauze, she was expecting something much worse. Like, so. It's like, pain's fine, but I don't know why you <laughs> completely wrapped your head like that. It's very silly. Yo, I didn't want it <laughs> to get infected. It's fine. <laughs> you dumped enough peroxide and alcohol on it that I don't think anything will ever grow there. Thank you. Uh- <laughs> Okay, but look, you know what? Pain is pain. People feel what they feel. Let me just connect this thing. Let me do the thing. And she like just kind of gets in there and connects to it. And Ow. um, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. It's fine. Uh, um, uh. So she connects to it, uh, to it, and it's it's trying to find and um, it's going onto the computer. She's trying to find what's um where the thing is and uh. Uh, you know what what the signal is doing and where it's coming from and everything. And um, I think the thing is like, as soon as that happens, you know that thing when like uh, you're using your computer and suddenly the fan starts running really hard and you're like, mm-hmm. what's what's happening, boy? What are you doing? What's going on? <laughs> that's that's what's happening here. Suddenly it's like clearly like this is a high end like thing. It's you can hear chuck. You can hear movement in this computer like there's because this is her like cyberdeck thing right like but normally the nothing should be moving this is having a hard time you're hearing stuff click over you're hearing the it's and she's like whatever this is it's very strong and it's trying it's now trying to make my it's trying to make my cyberdeck go push it it's telling it to roll over it's that's what i'm saying to me yeah, like, don't listen saying, to it. Well, I mean, it can't. It's just it's my it's my cyber deck. Like it's not. It can't flip over, which is what it's trying to get it to do. It's trying very hard to get it to do. But this is a strong. Like this is very strong. Like it's taking up most of the processing, and my computer right now is trying to do this thing that it's not supposed. Like that it can't, literally can't do. So what? Is it? It. Well, it seems to just be. It seems to be just directional commands. It's primarily directional commands, but it's clearly something very strong. Um. I can I can try and figure out a way to find where it's coming from. I don't think I can stop it, but I can I can at least kind of get an idea of what it's coming from, what it's doing. Well, could you also figure out where it's trying to take us, if anywhere? I'm not sure it's trying to take you anywhere. Huh. Okay. Because it, I mean, it's not even connected to you right now. You know, it's not talking to you. It's talking to my computer. It doesn't even know where that is. There's no way. It, like, look, we're good. 
Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna what do I do? There's no way it even knows where I am, let alone tell me to go somewhere else. So, hmm, hmm. I don't. I mean, it shouldn't know where I am. Well, any information we can get is better than you know nothing. Okay, and um, she uh, she kind of starts um. Uh, tapping away like uh, you know trying to see what she can do and she uh i think what she what she tells you is um i i think i can figure out i think it, i think i could figure out a way for you to figure out where the signal is at least coming from would that be helpful of course yeah yeah a location i mean then we yeah. could go and figure out if we can stop it yeah okay and so she you know, uh, does some work on, on some things, and I think what she needs, she's she's gonna try and do is make. Um, she's gonna say is like, she's gonna get a thing together that basically like can tell the strength of the signal. Uh, so essentially, what you can do is like start moving towards a signal and try and figure out where, like, where it is simply by like yeah. triangulating your way towards right. it. You know, like or hot and cold. You know, <laughs> like you, you go one direction, it's gonna get. Harder, you know, it's going to get high, a stronger signal. Granted, you know, Ori, that sometimes the signal just gets stronger. <laughs> right. Sometimes the signal just gets stronger, right? They have got, clearly got some control over that. But, um, it's, uh, but like when it doesn't seem to be changing, you'll be able to tell if you're getting closer to it simply and kind of like triangulate your way towards it. Sorry, when it doesn't change, when it doesn't like when it's so like when you know it, sometimes it's getting stronger because you weren't doing what it was asking, right? Um, so that would affect things, but like most of the time it wasn't it wasn't regularly changing. So if you see it regularly moving up, you're getting closer to it. I see. <laughs> you know, I you see. know. Uh, obviously, if there's a sudden jump, that's because they've changed the signal. But when it's just steadily rising or falling or whatever. You that means you're getting closer or further away. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What I'm saying? Do you get? Do you understand what I'm so. trying to? So when it when it's erratically changing, that means hot, and when it's not, it's cold, or the other way around. No, I, I guess what I mean is like, let's say like you you got a, a knob that can go from one to ten, right? Yeah. Uh, and that decides the power of the thing that's coming out. Yes. If they flip it up to three. There would be a spike, uh, a sudden jump, I and see. now it's steady there if gotcha. you're not moving. Uh, but if you are moving, it's going to be steadily moving up or down depending on if you're getting closer or further away. Okay. But then if that suddenly jumped a noticeable amount instantly, they've turned it up. You know. But when that isn't happening, you'll be able to track your way based on whether this is getting stronger or weaker. Okay. All if right? it jumps, it's fucking with us. That's not good. Yeah, if it jumps, it's fucking with you, but... Most of the time, you're going to be able to use this generally to follow it. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, did you get that, Vic? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or is clearly the one confused about this? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. it, like, I think cool. Vic is like, she, you ask, it's like, uh, did you get that? And she's like, yeah. Like, she like waves a hand. <laughs> okay. So she's going to give you this thing. Um. And but I I think that's the best I can do for you. But at least it'll tell you where you where the things 
coming from. Kind of. Uh, Victoria smiles and says, like I said, better than, you know, coming up completely empty handed. Thanks a lot. Of course. Hey, um, any idea potentially what the thing could be? The thing? What do you mean the thing? You said to find the thing. So I I don't know, like, is Mm. is it like a signal or a person or a, a program or what are we looking for? Do we know? I mean, there's clearly, I mean, there's clearly a signal coming from somewhere. It's somewhere relatively close. It's it's pretty strong, so it's got to be fairly close. But it's also very strong. Uh, so, um, I don't, and I don't think it's a program because it seems to change in a way that doesn't really make sense for a program. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not Victoria it's, like kind of shifts and then she like she's like kind of staring off. She's like what if the helicopter's lonely? <laughs> And you find your way back to Fred's apartment and uh, with the bags, very little happening, you know, on, on, on the way. He's not, he doesn't live far, you know, he's still, like you said, he can normally handle his own, you know, um, chores. But even so, he's he's old, he has trouble blocking, you know, he, he doesn't go very far to do those if he's going to do it on foot. So you don't have far to get back there. And uh, when... You get to the door. He kind of, you know, takes his key out and you know, opens opens the door. And as as soon as you enter the apartment, you hear from inside just like a loud, like like giggling, cackling laughter. Just like just a, an old lady. Just like she's just loving this sight that she's seeing. She's you know seeing her husband like roll like like glide in in <laughs> this like like in this setup. She's just like just having a joyous time right now. Just like. <laughs> Look at you! What is this? What's happening here? Oh, you look great. Um, We're the beef bros. We're (laughs) doing good deeds. Beef beef buds. Yeah, beef buds. He's like, it's the beef buds. I told you that from the very beginning. Sorry. Definitely. Really. (laughs) Not anything else ever. Yeah, I know. I'm new. I'm new to the crew. I'm actually, you know, not even really a member. I'm sort of an apprentice beef bud. Junior junior beef bud. And Trevor's just like, yeah, but I feel like you're gonna you're gonna make it for for some reason. Like he's trying to keep up the ruse, but like clearly already figured out what's going on, but he's just trying to be like, No, I I I have a feeling like Dr. Dozerman's going to like you a bunch for okay. some reason. All right. I've got a good feeling about it and yeah. for no reason that I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. We're just talking shop. There's a little inside, inside beef ball. Uh, <laughs> we've brought you, we've brought you your husband and, um, his collection of things that he bought. A lot of them, some in cans, some appear <laughs> to be uh, also in cans. A lot of cans, yeah. but that's normal. Yeah. It's like, she's like, "Oh, you two are so sweet," and she, and like, um, 
she sort of helps as Fred just sort of like clicks the two like a couple of like buckle things on his chest that like drop the the like thing that's holding him in place so he can like kind of drop to the ground and and you know get like not hard but like yeah. like just you little, know set him down a little just and a uh, little floomp <laughs> right and uh Trevor starts like setting bags on the tables and his wife and Fred just sort of start um you know moving things around and she just is like is there anything I could do for the two of you to like to thank you? I just want to, I want to thank you. So, you know what? Hold on. Here, here. And she like goes into her bag and and uh, she's got like a, a like a little purse and she starts reaching through and she pulls out uh, a little slip of paper and she's like, "This coupon is for it's a two for one for milkshakes at this place around the corner. I just want you two to enjoy a milkshake and I want you, you better. I would need you to go." I want you to go, and I want you to enjoy your milkshake. Rad, I love a milkshake. Are you are you down, Trevor? Yeah. Who doesn't like a milkshake? All right. Yeah. Which means we need to do things a little quiet, which means it might be time to call some friends. Like, Harry is is the first one I'm thinking of here. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. Because Bose has got secure back channels with Harry, so he knows sure. he can trust him. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's going to know, like, literally right out of the book, what is the relationship between the PDSRA and the Pacific States? Like, that's probably going to be the question I'm asking him. Okay. Cool. So, do you want to do a roll on that? Yeah. So that'll be a research roll, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, research is like databases, so this would be a hit the streets roll, wouldn't it? Mm. When you investigate a person, place, object, or service using a library, dossier, or database, yeah. So that's not a person. That would definitely be a hit the street roll. Yeah. Oh man. Ooh. Okay. Um. I think is this we're not playing this game normally, so that's a four. Um. But mostly, it's just that was just a question going to tell me how in depth uh, the information is that you get because I'm not. This isn't going to be a normal fail, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like this, yeah. Yeah. So you're trying to find that connection. I I will say that um, Gigi woke up. Uh, Harry probably doesn't know a lot about that because, as you pointed out, you know he's a corporal in the Atlantic States. He might know a bit about military, but uh, uh, he's not directly connected with either of your, you know, either the Pacific States or the PDRSA. Uh, what he does know is that. Um, he did see the video, uh, which he, and he thinks it's interesting that any you know high-ranking military official is going to be willing to just give up the that sort of control to allow a foreign nation to handle it, handle that for them. But specifically, what he points out is that uh, it's got to be nice in the brass like in the military because Sarsk 
died in a training exercise about a week before that video and is back like looking great like you got cloned so quickly it was so easy to get get that kinko's back up uh it's it's got to be nice you know most of us can't uh can't handle even the most basic backup what <laughs> Yeah, there was a I, the thing is a lot of Bigelow Bay stuff is breaking down, and there was a some of it. There was a accident during a training exercise, and they died, and then they're back in like no time because Bigelow Bay may not have a lot of money, but they got more than most of the rest of us, and they're not going to let a general just die like that. That's crazy. Yeah, right. that's how it works. You won't see me come back like that if uh, if I you know beef it. All right, so I'm just wondering if there's... I've got those two holds kicking around mm -hmm. that I can use for... Um, the gather evidence roll thing? Or... Oh, wait, which one? The nose for a story one or the... Uh, the nose for... Yeah, when I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we just said, I'm going to... If you do that one, I'm going to just give stuff to you and you can decide. We'll find out if it's good for the story or if it's just doesn't do anything, but doesn't advance your clock. But I'll still give you some good information if you use it. Yeah, I'm just thinking, how do I connect? Like, you're not just going to give me stuff. You want the narrative to connect it, right? Right, right, so. right, right. But I'm. Um, I, right. So I'm just saying, like, whatever you decide you're going to do with what you just heard, I'm going to say you're going to, if you use that. Uh, knows for a story hold i'm going to give you some good information whether or not it advances your clock will depend on your role but you're going to get that so once you tell me how you're getting it and what you're looking for yeah I'm trying to think because harry harry wouldn't necessarily have i'm going to say you got a four on your role with harry so you probably won't get the, your information yeah, from so... him but you can use what he just said to do something else just and then just call it the gather evidence piece. Yeah, so I think the thing to do the fact that Harry knows that they're getting the fact that Harry knows that General Cyrus is getting cloned and that they are getting blown up and then they're back in it, you know, almost immediately, that means Kinko's is gotta be grinding out clones of everybody. Like, they're grinding out Louise clones. They're driving, grinding out Saris clones. Like, there's got to be some paper trail there mm -hmm. that would be of use to this story. Mm -hmm. Do you want to try and find that paper, that paper yeah, trail somehow? That's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, I think, the thing to look for now. Yeah. There's got to so, be a... You don't get generals blown up without right. having somebody putting in a requisition to have the general right. Mm -hmm. rebuilt, right? Right. So... Okay, so what I'm saying is the way we're we're playing this out, you can just do your gather evidence role. I'm going to give you the answer to that, regardless of what your role is. This will just decide what it does for your story. Okay, so shoot another gather evidence then. Yeah, so just your mind. Hey, there All we right. go. Yeah, right. So, step one, I'm going to advance that story clock, which is now yeah. for the listener at 2100. Noise clock is at 18. Let's see, make sure I put it in the right place. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, it's the same clock that we use for, like, danger and bad stuff. Only now it's it's good stuff. The story yeah. clock for me is a good thing. Yeah. Except it's 
as it gets better, it's going to turn red and have like exclamation marks and stuff that look very bad. Yes. But that'll be a good thing. It's good. For once. For once, those exclamation marks are things I want to see. Right. Uh, Okay. So here's the important thing that you find when trying to figure out the paper trail for these clones getting this clone getting pumped out and all this is that there isn't one from kinkos what yeah kinkos didn't didn't make this you could you search around you do you know you try to find any information i'm 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 gonna say like uh you're you probably have some like contacts or inroads or whatever somewhere like like i'm gonna assume being somebody who worked as a war reporter and has been reporting for a long time there's no way you don't have some sort of inroads to some sort of like basic like public record stuff about what a military would be trying to get and you're gonna have your ways to get that information yeah yeah there like there's always there's always paperwork in every military right mash taught me that (laughs) right the thing is you don't see anything getting ordered from Kinkos. You don't see anything like that. You see the story. You f- you're able to find the story that uh, Harry probably saw about the accident. You find the paperwork about the death, about uh, writing off the lost um, like equipment uh, that was destroyed. Uh, all that kind of stuff. You don't see a requisition from Kinko's. You don't... They apparently didn't make... As far as you can tell, if if assuming the paperwork is real and true and everything, they didn't do a thing. They didn't make a clone. And they don't seem to have made one ahead of time or anything like that. That's not their clone. Android Dreams is a TGIFRK production. For more information, follow the podcast at underscore Android Dream. And if you want to support us, you could give us a rating on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at underscore Android Dreams. Or you could toss a dollar a month or so towards our Patreon at patreon.com slash TGIFRcade. You can also get additional information about the podcast and the people in it at androiddreams.tgifrcade.com. Thanks for listening.